Did someone just fire a shot outside? <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're talking about your logo, Caleb. How even did plumbing, I mean, did you wake up when you were in high school to want to be a plumber? How'd that? No, actually, I fell in, uh, actually fell into it. I had a completely other career path chosen, and uh, I was in law enforcement, and I really didn't like my job. Really? Yeah. Law enforcement police officer? Yep, absolutely. So I uh, worked for uh, smaller police departments, uh, worked for state for a while, and I, I just didn't like what I did. Right. And um, I just felt like I wasn't, I wasn't doing what I was designed and made to do. Mm. And so, um, long story being very short, uh, a guy by the name of Steve Winters, which I'm going to give a shout out to, um, said, hey, uh, want to be a plumber? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure, why not? All right. you know, we'll, give it, we'll give it a shot. And so, um, went and uh, worked with him uh, at a larger uh, plumbing company, uh, did an apprenticeship for four years there, and decided to get my... Um, it's called a plumbing contractor's license, but quote unquote master's license. That mm. way I could start my own company someday. And here we are many years later. I think it's definitely pivotal. It was funny. I was listening to that B&I podcast and, uh, you know, it was, it was about passion and they made a lot of good points in terms of being your own boss is one thing, being your own owner is one thing. But if you're not passionate about what you're doing, you don't have the energy. And I mean, definitely for you, I'd worked four plus five jobs even, and I was just like, I don't feel correct doing these things, you know? Right. Um, so I think it's a pivotal thing that you understood that. And because I, I don't know how people work jobs and they're just not happy, you know? Right. And I, I get situational, we have expenses, we have bills to pay, but uh, that, that part of it, even in high school, I always, I was taking career tests, like I'd, I'd never understood you get out of high school, you work a job, you hate it. Right. That's not what we're put on this earth to do. No. And I do believe that. I actually read a uh, wonderful book by Patrick Lencioni, Six Working Geniuses. I know we kind of talked about that a little bit earlier. Yeah. Uh, but it's finding your niche, what you're yes. good at, what your God-given talents For are. Sure. And everyone is created different. Yep. And finding what that is and working that to the best of your capabilities. And there's nothing more... I say nothing, but there's it's extremely fulfilling when you find out what that is, right? And you start working it, and then you see it grow, and oh, expand, gosh. and multiply. So, um, yes, you can work a career for forty something years, and uh, and be completely unfulfilled, right? Uh, but that's not what you know. I mean, that's not what I want to do. And if you're doing, and I've Robert Green's another guy that I've read. He's got the Forty Eight Laws of Power. He talks about where. If you're, say, working that job 10-plus years, you're making great money in your 20s, but what will happen is in your 30s and on, you get burnt out. Yep. And then you're staring back. You're like, dude, I just put in 11 years at this job that I don't like. I'm hating it. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, what do I do? I haven't figured out what I'm good at. What, And I guess that's kind of, and I know we're veering off, but it's kind of one of those things where when you're in your own field or in your own business and – I mean, those first few years are tough. You're not making much money. You're barely making the, but, but it gets better, I guess, is what I always see from a business owner perspective, especially when you know you're doing what you're supposed to do. Because there are things that as an owner, you don't, you're not prepared for. You're not prepared to manage employees. You're not prepared for talking to your accountant and all that. But 
I think that's also another thing that you have to understand is not everyone is born to be an entrepreneur. Right. It is a it is a whole. I tell people I'm like I don't. It's not it's not very fun. Sometimes it's it's really hard. Yeah. It's really stressful. If you think it's a forty hour a week gig and then go home, it's a uh, that's far from far from the truth. But when you work, what I believe, like I said, I believe God has given each of us unique talents, yes. skill sets. When you start working that and and start doing what you're called to do. Things start happening. Things start happening. All the time. And Ideas, thoughts, people. You meet people. All these things start trickling down, and it's weird. It's yep. I call it intuition. Yep. It's a weird, and as you mentioned, too, it's like when you cultivate, in my opinion, a business is a baby, mm-hmm. and when you start to see it grow and you nurture it like a little child or a plant, yeah, you start to see these things come out of nowhere, and... Uh, I think that's the beauty. But but another point you said where if you think it's a 40-hour work week, dude, when you're running your own thing, you're thinking about it 24-7, right. seven days a week. I don't care if you're on vacation. You're still having thoughts and ideas pop in your head that you got to write down because you think you'll lose it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if that's not what you want, then, yeah. But let's let's go back to where we're at, Clough yeah. Plumbing. So you worked, you got your master's degree with this other gentleman at that company. What made you say, man, I'm doing this, I'm, I'm working for him, let me let me jump out on my own. So what uh, was the? I'll I'll kind of go back. Um, so uh, not necessarily a degree, but go through uh, and getting your quote unquote master's license. Also yes. Some yep. called your plumbing contractor's license. Um, so I was worked. I'd worked for that company for a while, and I'd switched companies, and I'd worked for three or four different companies, and uh, I saw a at this point in time I was working for. Uh, a larger company and they were running it like know, a frat house <laughs> and i was like <laughs> a frat house. i was like this is this plumbing company is doing oh it's funny millions of dollars in business and i'm going what in the world yeah, is and i'm going what in the world is going on right and and I finally i've just i'm like surely to goodness i can do this correct yep and uh, sink or swim, I'm all in, and we were going to make this thing happen. Love it. And so um, I uh, was looking for different contracts. Uh, I landed a, a contract, and I talked to the general manager at that point in time. And I was like, I've got to uh, – I'm like, I'm going to try this thing on my, my own. I was like, I, I got to. Um, sink or swim, I've got to do it. And he's like, man, he's like, if it doesn't work out, he's like, you come right back here. Mm. I said, all right, I left. And that's the key. If you're going to leave somewhere, leave it on a good and professional note. Yes, for sure. Be classy about what you do and the decisions you make. Uh, Because those decisions will reflect, they not only reflect who you are, but they'll also reflect where you're going. It's karma, too. Yeah. uh, Put out good energy from, you know. Be respect. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, karma, uh, sowing and reaping, uh, some of the same uh, terminologies. So uh, left on a good note, and um, started with this contract and working with this contract, and it started growing and growing and growing. Mm-hmm. And then I go, "Holy smokes, got more work than what I can, I can handle. Right. I need to hire somebody." And then I was like, "Okay, it's more than two of us can do. I need to hire someone else." Yep. And so. Um, we started to grow and expand, and Gluff Plumbing really started through uh, prayer and hard work. 
a lot of hard work, uh, a lot of prayer. Um, we went in, uh, like how we got started. Uh, I told, I was, you know, I was praying one morning. I was like, God, I want to start this company and I don't want to do it in debt. Yep. I was like, cause that's the quickest way to, to flop a company. For sure. I was like, God, there's 50 bucks in the checking account right now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be, have to be some sort of a miracle. Oh, um, <laughs> so I was like, and it, I almost said it in a, uh, mocking manner. I was right. like, so God, how are you going to do this? One? <laughs> <laughs> I'm 50 on the, I'm 50 on the, on the, on, on the upside, on the upside. So let's, uh, I don't want to go in the red. No, I totally agree. Right. Being in debt, especially in a business, that's scary. Yeah. That makes you not sleep at night. Yeah. So, and so, um, I was looking back behind the house and I was like, you know what? I have, I've got the woods back behind my house and I see all the trees back in there. And I'm like, okay, uh, I didn't plant these trees here. Mm. So I talked to a timber buyer and I said, how much can you do uh, for a select harvest of about 30% of the, uh, of the hardwood that's back in on this property? And uh, the first guy I talked to was, it was atrocious. He was like, yep, about $3,000. And I was mm. like, that's not going to get me to where I need. Right. Um, get a company, you know, anytime you uh, file taxes, you get a, a vehicle, and you get things along that lines. You, I need, I'm going to need like 11 grand yeah. to get up and, and actually start making the wheels turn right. of progress. So I talked to another timber buyer, and uh, he came out and, uh, he looked at it and walked the property, and he's like, you know what, Caleb? He's like, uh, I can do this. And he's like, um, we'll split it 50-50. And he's like, I can get about eleven grand to you. Wow. And I was like, okay. There's well, God, there's your guy. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, yep, go ahead, start work. <laughs> and I was like, uh, let's let's make this thing happen. And then so a uh, guy's name was Phil Ray. Um, he uh, basically he went in there, done a very professional job. Uh, took out the old timber, let some of the new growth actually grow up, did a very responsible job in cutting it. I mean, right. very, very professional guy. And so uh, went in, harvested that timber, and that's how the capital started. For Glove Plumbing? For Glove Plumbing. Now, how long have you guys been in business? Uh, 2018 is when 2018. we started. Wow, four years. Yeah. So you've been at it for a minute. Yeah. And when has your, now let's move to question number two. When has your wife, how, how and when did she get involved? She's been involved since the day one. She's backed me 100%. Okay. And I will say that's if you really want stability, it has to start at home first. Yep. If it doesn't, if you don't have stabil or stability in the home, then you're not going to have stability in the business. For sure. You have to be well-anchored and well-founded first and then build on a stable foundation. So my wife, uh, she does payroll uh, mm. for the company, make sure everyone gets paid, you know, the important part. <laughs> and... Uh, and then what um, what she does back behind the scenes is phenomenal. Um, I, I've seen her with her busy schedule going on a million things. Also drop by, pick up lunch for the guys mm. and just drop it by the yep. job site. Call the guys up. Hey, what do you want for lunch? I'm, gonna, I'm in town. I can swim by and grab you something. Uh, she also helps boost morale across mm. the team. Yep. Uh, not only does she a um, wonderful homemaker, uh, but also a very uh, important part of uh, stability to yeah. the team. Yep. Provides kind of a, a, a steady calm there. Right. Well, as we were speaking before this, it definitely, you come up with the big picture ideas, go, 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 and then she 
draws you back in. Yeah, absolutely. Makes it more of a realistic understanding of, okay, Caleb, I, that's a great idea, but let's think. Yeah, let's, let's put it in a practical framework. Okay, yes, Caleb, you can work 4,000 hours straight and right. you know, drink a bunch of coffee and go, 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 make it happen. Uh, but you also do need to sleep. Right. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> hang out with your kids a little bit. Right, hang out with the kids. Um, so uh, shout out to all uh, four of my kids. Cause I, you uh, have four kids? Yeah, four, nice. four girls. Four, four girls. Yeah. Four, Woo! Four beautiful girls. Nice. Um, there's never a dull moment in the house. I bet not. Uh, but I tell you, I wouldn't trade it for a million bucks. I love coming home and absolutely just getting mauled. Yeah. And I believe uh, daddy cuddles and all that. Um, that I wouldn't trade for anything. Yep. Uh, that's important to me. And I want to say a point too, Caleb. It was when I, even when I talked with you on this interview, I love working with clients. Uh, I tell them what I got going and then it's just, Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Let's yep. go. Let's make it happen. I again back to the entrepreneur business standpoint. Sometimes you got to be like that. Yep. I mean, if you that's one thing. It's what do they call it the analysis paralysis. When yep. you sit around and you think about things so much, one thing about being in business for yourself, you have to have the understanding that you're going to make mistakes. But to be thinking things a lot and having to have this questioning yourself. That's wasting more time than what it's worth. So go, go, go. And then I always say just reflect. You're going to make mistakes and keep trucking and put those fires out. Yeah. So thank you for that. Was uh, That was definitely because I was just about to join the B&I. Mm -hmm. And then I got that call from you. And, uh, man, that brought a lot. It was 6 o'clock at night on a Tuesday, Wednesday. And I felt what's the word Revig revigorated invigorated In or whatever it is I, I felt good i was like we, damn we, it, caleb just hype me up let's go we could we could call it revigorated revigorated hey, man, i don't whatever. know what the word is but <laughs> that's all right it was uh we it was it. it was good stuff man but uh let's go back to where we're at so glove plumbing working with the wife she's got the pros the cons she's keeping everything in check mm -hmm. so now we're at present day i like to talk about one major thing in 2022 it's been major for every company labor when looking in terms, are you looking to hire labor? We are, but not for volume's sake. We're okay. looking to hire the right person okay. that fits the right team dynamic. Uh, if you come and talk to the team, we have a very, we have a wonderful dynamic on the team. Um, that's not on accident. Right. Uh, that's by design. I, I believe by greater, you know, by greater design, by God's design. Uh, our dynamic on the team is uh, amazing. Um, so I want to make sure to bring in not just any plumber. Uh, I want to make sure to bring in the right guy. Mm -hmm. uh, we're particularly looking for someone uh, who has an inventive type of personality, but also has discernment, discretion, and is stable. Uh, that's the particular employee we are looking for right now. Mm -hmm. So if you do fit that, uh, that genre that we're looking for, uh, do give us a call. That's our, I guess, um, ideal person of, of what we're looking for. We will do the training. Mm. Uh, we will put you through school. We'll pay for your education. Uh, that's not the issue. We want to make sure uh, we hire the right person, yep. with the right set of moral values um, that reflect glove plumbing in the proper way, and then we can do the training from there. Yep. And I think one thing you've taken from working for that big company is what you want in your company is you want to have – I don't want to say less amount of guys, but you've mentioned that you have this amount of guys that can, I mean, you guys will tackle massive jobs mm -hmm. and people will just be like, how is that even possible? 
How have you done that, and how have you constructed a well-oiled machine as Glove Plumbing? How have you guys put that together? So um, let's go back and uh, talk a little about history, and then we'll bring it up to that present uh, question. So back in um, 2012, uh, Harvard Business did a uh, review, Mm. and uh, they did a study. And um, it went back all the way to a a French engineer engineer called Maximilian, but he did this study where four guys consistently outpulled 12 guys, and they had a rope and uh, four guys on one end, 12 guys on the other, and the four guys consistently outpulled the 12. So uh, with this phenomenon called social loafing, and it's because uh, you have uh, 12 guys, you think that you're being more productive, you think you're getting more done, but actually you're less productive and you're mm. getting less done. So instead of hiring... 50-something plumbers and running in the red, Right, it's a matter of getting the right guys in the right positions. That way it makes the the business machine or the business move as it should, function as it should in a healthy way. Um, just because you have a bunch of employees doesn't mean you're profitable. For sure. Just because you have a bunch of uh, employees, it doesn't matter. It doesn't make it a healthy work culture. And so... Um, that's something I really provide myself or really, um, I guess, proud about. Yeah. Uh, is that we have a healthy work culture. And that, um, uh, and I think it's because we maximize what we have and, uh, and we make sure the people we hire actually fit the yep. culture of the team and, and understand our values and our views. And when you have that, I mean, the sky is the limit. We're outperforming. We're outperforming companies that are four and five times our size, right. uh, just because of that dynamic. Uh, we just uh, we did a job. Been last February, almost a year ago, uh, a quarter million dollar uh, service job. Right. And I talked to some different business owners and stuff like that. They're like, "How did you guys pull that off?" You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> And this is a large job. We're talking about digging down the ground, replacing six and eight inch steel water mains. Right. I mean, it's a it was a huge project, and all that is all that is very doable when you have uh, the right posi- right people, uh, right positions, and, and you have uh, and you're organized. Yep. And I was going to say, with what you're mentioning there, your quality of work is so much higher. Yep. When you have that. I don't want to say control, but you're aware of what you guys are doing, how good you're doing it. And I mean, that just leads to better client morale. You know, clients yeah. are happier. And when clients are happier, more business comes in and you get more referrals, you get more word of mouth. And uh, I, yeah, I think when people get so big, they lose that touch. They lose that touch with the with the consumer and the, the person you're actually out there servicing. Um, so yeah, I, I think that's all just, it makes a lot of sense. And it's awesome that you can do it I, that story just really hit home of just like, how did you do this? Because it's just you work well together. You're a well-oiled machine versus a motor a, in a big car that's just broken down, right. you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I think that's very, very interesting. So let's move into another portion. This was something I was talking with Caleb again in the back. I'm glad we did that talk because this is a lot of uh, we, we, our preparation is paying off, as you will. Um, but, no, Caleb obviously is a plumber, but... He definitely has some marketing savvy intelligence. And I thought it was interesting uh, when we talked, he, you know, because 
obviously I'm a digital guy. I, I, I believe in billboards. I think they're an awesome thing, but I do think in some instances they're overpriced. Um, and I think they, uh, you, you know, in terms of digital, it's hard to track, but you still, cars are driving by. People are still seeing it. Mm -hmm. So I think it was awesome that Caleb had the understanding, even with me, I, he's got a billboard in Mooresville. He's like, you know, Sam, I don't want to just put all my eggs in one basket, especially in a marketing sense. I want to be diversified across all plateaus because he, which I was shocked. He's like, you know, I understood the metric that my customer, my potential consumer, I want them to say, hey, I saw him on the billboard. Hey, I saw him on Sam's interview clips. Hey, I saw him on social. Hey, I saw him in a magazine. You know, hey, I talked to so-and-so that is a part of the BNI because they say you, you need seven hits. A person needs seven talking points of a business before they actually do become a customer, I guess. It's what I've read, what I've read online. And Caleb had that thought process of, you know, I want to have all these things flowing, and then hopefully they call me and become a customer. Yep. So let's talk more about that, Caleb, because I know once this interview gets edited, we got what is the marketing strategy that you are pushing, say, for now and then into 2023? So uh, definitely diversity in the marketing yep. is uh, is going to be crucial. But uh, social media uh, is its own niche. Oh, for sure. Um, and you really have to know what you're doing there. And so uh, we um, had our guys take a survey mm. um, in, within the team and um, see who liked to do uh, Facebook, who mm. liked to do... Because if you like to do it, you're probably going to be pretty good at yep. it. Yep. So, good idea. Um, for me, that is not where I'm technically savvy. That's why. Right. That's why I met you, and uh, that's why we're here today, is because I know that's not one of my strengths. So um, I hire where yep. it's not where I'm not strong at. Um, but it, it has to be diverse, and then not all markets are the same. So, uh, for instance, uh, Bloomington mm. is big on. Uh, Bloomington market is, is a tough market, but they're big on social media, mm. uh, big on word of mouth, uh, big on like uh, videos, yep. uh, that type of stuff. Well, in Morgan County, I've noticed uh, signage mm. and word of mouth seems to be the the best way there. So as you change demographics, uh, your marketing strategy also has to that's, change. Wow, I didn't even think about that. That's a uh, so, that's a very interesting point of. Yeah, the 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 region that you're put that okay. Continue. That's awesome. I that's a you got my brain spinning. I didn't even put that into perspective. Yeah, and so Indianapolis in the Indianapolis area, what I found is it's a collage. Mm. It is not just billboards. It is not just social media. It is not. Uh, it's not one thing. Right. It, it, it's many things. Um, kind of a, a quilt work, so to speak. Uh, of different marketing strategies that will lay out a good business plan. Right. Huh. That's, uh, yeah, that's definitely an interesting, yeah, like I said, an interesting perspective. So let's keep on the 2023 train. Um, so we're looking at, obviously, the jobs you're wanting to hit would be septic, sewers, and excavation for this, mm -hmm. obviously, present moment and then into 2023. And then what, what else are you wanting to do? Are you wanting to grow bigger? You want to have better jobs? You want to have consistent labor? Um, and then also let's talk about some of your volunteer stuff that you have in the works. Yeah, absolutely. So um, business strategy for this upcoming year, uh, we are going to uh, acquire property okay. in Morgan County. 
Um, I have uh, I own a piece of property in Monrovia. Okay. Uh, we're going to build and develop it. So uh, that's where we're, um, that is one project we're working on for the company. And part of that is growing and expanding our excavation department. Mm. So um, what I mean by that, uh, septics, we do we do a lot of septic work, a lot of septic installation. Um, and all of that is repairs. Right. So um, what happens is uh, someone will come in and uh, put in a fly-by-night septic system or put in a septic system that is just, that's not performing well, and they just do some shoddy work, and the system fails three or four years into mm-hmm. it. And then our job is to go in and correct it and fix it and do it the right way, right. how it should have been done to start with. And uh, we've got a very good name, very good reputation for that, uh, very good reputation with our uh, local inspectors for doing the right thing the right way. And uh, so we're going to continue that and uh, just uh, just continue to put uh, wood on that fire. That fire yeah. right. And then what about this is the Phil Taylor, the, the teachers? What, what do you have involvement in that in terms of? So um, we have partnered with uh, the house, and uh, we're going to help feed, uh, feed teachers. Awesome. And part of uh, Phil Taylor's uh, overall goal for the house is he wants to provide meals. Uh, we're going to specifically focus uh, in Monrovia, Indiana, uh, yep. in Morgan County. Uh, provide meals to all the teachers. So yep. uh, we're providing the um, financial support to be able to do that. Mm. And I think it's extremely crucial to give it back to your oh. uh, back to your local For sure. community. Uh, be thankful where you came from. Yep. Give back to the people that have supported you. And um, and just it's a way to show your gratitude. So definitely uh, extremely thankful to the teachers at Monrovia uh, for all the hard work they do. Everything with COVID, everything that you do back behind the scenes um, that never gets seen, never gets appreciated, all the times that you're replying online to parents, yep. uh, all the hours you're clocking in that you don't get paid for, um, yeah. it's just a way to say thank you, and uh, we feel that that's really important. Hey, that's uh, Caleb. Thank you for your time. Hey, this no, is an awesome welcome. interview. That's a wrap. Caleb Bluff Plumbing. It'll be coming soon.